special, hands down the hardest hitting, side splitting, talk shitting, ear pleasing experience in the podcasting genre. Broadcasting signals of digestive distress from Chiseltopia and sweltering hot, scenic Roswell motherfucking Georgia. Thank you so much, ladies and swivel dicks, for joining us tonight. This is episode four of the Weekend Social Podcast, and boy, oh boy, do we have a truly awesome show planned for you guys. More on that in a minute. But before we start, I do need to say something on a serious note. Uh, Listeners of the former podcast may remember uh, a guest host that came on four or five times named The Jew. In all honesty, I had not talked to him in several years, but I've always had tremendous respect for the dude. I was shocked to find out last week that he passed away unexpectedly at the age of 42 from a heart attack. On the podcast, he played up his character and he was a bit over the top, but behind the scenes and in his everyday life, he was a damn fine man and a good friend and a shining light to a lot of people. And I am truly blessed to have known him. So in his honor, I'd like to dedicate this episode to him. You will be truly missed, my friend. With that, attention weekend social train passengers, this is Roswell Station. Please allow other podcast listeners to depart the train before boarding. The next stop on this weekend social train is the land of legendary audio experience. The land of legendary audio experience is your next stop on this northbound weekend social train. Please stand clear of the closing podcast doors. Introducing first, standing in the red corner, the Grand High Poobah of the Society of What Happens on the River Stays on the River, the up-and-comer, aspiring plumber, the poolside stinger, white claw bringer, waxed ring slinger, the home office colossus, the pride and joy of the hayfields of Ohio, and Lord of the House Roswellian and King of the North. Ladies and gentlemen, he is here. It is so great to have you back in Georgia, my man. I'm so happy to be home. So you went back to the Hayfields, huh? I went back to the Hayfields. I had to show everybody what the Hayfields look like. Uh, it's Dennis Rodman, the dog, in the background. Sorry, guys. <laughs> audio bit on an audio podcast. Uh, so is it is corn knee-high yet? Corn is almost knee-high. Okay. The deal is, is it's rained so much in Ohio that they had to plant late. So now, I mean, it doubt most of it's knee-high, but August is coming. It'll be out there. So for those non Ohioans or people who don't know people from Ohio, knee high by July is like the metric if you're going to have a good uh, good harvest, right? That is correct. Okay. Man, I just dusted off some fucking brain cells. <laughs> I, I thought I'd done killed those. God damn it. 15 Love Chisler. Ah, there you go. Glad to have you back in Atlanta. Uh, we actually missed you. Thank you, sir. While you were gone. I appreciate your absence. Well, <laughs> we can talk about why in a minute, but I appreciate you helping out from a long distance. So. Hell yeah. So we got a lot to talk about. So much to talk about tonight. Let's go ahead and keep this muzzle fuzzle rolling. I am your master of ceremonies, the engineer of the weekend social train, desperate to keep it on the tracks. The long day working, badly twerking, audio mixing, patio door fixing, betting, sweating, podcast veteran, not refueling, trivia schooling, tuba chucking, motherfucking, agent of change you can believe in and put in your piggy bank, and the high priest of the church of pinching pennies, I am. The Chisler. See the money, it's count your bills, y'all. When it sticks in a bed of goodwill, stop. 
Bull, Chisel Maniacs. Let's give the contact info very quickly. You can find eMoney on Twitter at eMoneyTWS. You can find the Chiseler at FoChisel. That's F-O-Chisel. You can find us on the internets at the.weekendsocialpodcast.com or send us an email at weekendsocialpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the show, you lovely ladies and beautiful bastards. And speaking of lovely ladies, last episode featured my wife, The Happening, who did a fantastic job on the show, bringing lots of class and humor to the show and unfortunately she and e-money were unable to crack chisler's list dude that shit was fucking rigged dude it's tv (laughs) i know you watch it all the fucking time i've been over at your house rigged oh come on but the biggest surprise from last episode was honey badger coming in unannounced and sending a very clear message to us both that she's gonna fuck us up that's right Both The Happening and The Honey Badger are going to be coming back next episode for our episode five, a.k.a. The death episode for the four-way death match. It's going to be the podcasting equivalent of a pay-per-view match. Are you ready, Imani? Yes, I'm glad you definitely clarified the four-way because that sounds like a very sexual... Connotation. It sounds like something that would be, you know, entertaining. <laughs> except except when you're on the receiving end. Yeah, which I'm uh, receiving. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> German razor wire strap-ons is what I'm envisioning. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> even special guest who's not even here yet agrees. I'll be all lubed up. I don't I don't believe there's enough lube in North Fulton <laughs> that could get me ready for that son of a bitch. But enough recapping the recap, e money. Let's get down to hard knocks and introduce our special guest host for this evening. Joining us tonight for his first ever appearance, standing in the blue corner, binge viewer extraordinaire. Obsessed is this man with testing his bandwidth. A true detective shrouded in mystery, comedy, and technology. Our resident eye of providence, if he was a PI, this motherfucker would be a magnum. The big brother from another mother. Ladies and gentlemen, keep your eyes peeled. Here comes the watch. Everywhere that I go, be the same as me. I don't think I can beat that introduction. That was that was pretty awesome. Uh, that was uh, that was five minutes on the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not all the time you spent on the. Yeah, well, the other fifteen I was on Reddit. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll be truthful. Thanks for joining us tonight, my man. How are things going? I'm just happy to be here in some AC. Yes. And, uh... thank, thank the Lord. You and me both. So why don't you take a couple minutes and tell us a bit about yourself? Uh, we'll be very vague in terms. We don't talk about employment. We don't talk about spouses negatively, or we can and edit it in post. Well, I mean, I could take all five minutes and talk about spouses negatively. (laughs) (laughs) What's your age range? Because you got two old fucks over here. You seem like a wily young son of a bitch. So uh, I'm in my early 30s. Oh, fuck you. Uh, (laughs) uh, Just four-month-old son who uh, is just uh, shitting his brains out every day right now. Yeah, like, (laughs) you know what's great about four-month-olds and 40-year-olds? They're kind of the same with their bowels. I'm I'm getting that. that, I'm, I'm getting Getting that idea after being here just these uh, few ten minutes now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the the right thing here for being a new dad and being awesome and for being a new dad being awesome and actually rolling with it pretty well. I saw your son early on. You were basically babysitting while your wife had to go to the doctor's appointment. So I'm gonna give you a 15 love on that. Ah, well I appreciate that. At like a month old, I had to take my kid and 
in the day that everybody was there and sit in the lobby and feed him while I'm on my laptop. It was awesome. I come downstairs. I'm, I'm headed to lunch. You know, I'm craving like Chick-fil-A, which is up the road from us. By the way, I've got a great tip about Chick-fil-A. But I was going to Chick-fil-A to get an extra well-done Chick-fil-A sandwich. And I see the watcher with his infant son and the little like carrier and the kids passed out. I'm like, I could give him a high five or I could be a fucking dick and <laughs> make a really loud noise and wake up the baby. You could tell that he was obviously a little bit stressed. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give him a, a pass on this one. I, so I, I gave you a mulligan on that. Well, this kid has been to more breweries at four months old than I probably did at when I turned 21. Oh, there you so go. <laughs> he is well on his way into not getting a shit about what people do around him. And that's the goal, right? Get him ready so that they don't fuck up their lives. Exactly. That's right. Well, let's get down to business with the most apropos need to know and lead off with the most timeliest of questions. The Watcher, what you got going on this weekend? Anything exciting? The uh, Mrs. Watcher has a, uh, a friend over for the weekend, which... I had to work my ass off last weekend to get ready for. So being a watcher requires you to stay up late. You know, think Batman, Dark Knight. You gotta, you got late nights. You got some really late nights, yeah. and you just gotta, you just gotta watch, right? So we got uh, some company over this weekend, and hopefully, I can do my best to avoid it. Talking to the watcher, like you know, as we were coordinating this evening, he's like, I got to do some stuff really late at night. Got some activities going on on Wednesday. Yeah, Thursday be great because my girl's friend is coming and on Wednesday so they can enjoy Wednesday together, Thursday and together. What are you doing Friday night? <laughs> like, I'll help you out, dude. Like, I'm just going to move in for the whole weekend. Hell yeah. No, he wasn't like that. No, he's, he's like, he's like, I'm worried about her like uh, getting pissed off with me for not being around. So very cool. Well, I hope that tomorrow you do the, the solid and, and do right by your lady. We'll see what happens. The watchstress. No, let's call her Mrs. Watcher because yeah. if she listens to this, yeah. like, I want to make sure she knows that she's the only Mrs. Watcher. You wake up in the middle of the night, tied to the bed. She's standing over you with a whip. Well, I mean, that's every night. Oh, well, okay. Very nice. Very nice. Well, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pry anymore. Right, to each their own, right? Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I, I'm not going to go past that point. I'm going to let that one lie. Yeah. Should we? Yes, we should. So E-Money. What's your plans for the weekends, my man? Back in Roswell. Um, back in the ATL, man. I'm just going to actually relax this weekend. Good. Those Tra are the best tra plans. Traveling for 10 days was just rough. So you took not only the, the two moneylets... Yes. Uh, but you took a bunch of friends for your daughter. Two other teenage girls. Now, Wheels didn't have a wingman, did he? Wheels did not have a wingman. Oh, man. But he's got he's got boy cousins up there. So that, that was kind of his deal. He's just like, I'm just going to go hang out with the cousins. Where my daughter was like, hey, I'm taking these friends. We're going to go rock this town. Speaking of rocks, man, you were jumping off some. I saw yeah. some videos on uh, the other night when I was hanging out. Over yeah, we went cliff jumping and uh, everybody was like, you cliff jumping? I'm like, yeah, man, they've strip mines yeah so they, they basically fill them, the, they fill them full of water and you jump off the cliffs that's what happens when <laughs> you dig a hole made of rock and it rains for 45 years yes it you get water in a hole right that's right there was a couple of very entertaining videos i will have to say um 
Honey Badger running off the side of the cliff on her tippy toes. That was pretty. Was, that was, was a was a very close second to E Money doing the doggy paddle air swimming um, as he ran. And he was he was like, okay, I'm running to the edge of the cliff. I'm trying to get up enough speed. I don't know if I've made enough. And so with his right hand is pushing himself through the air to clear trees. Well, when you're a fat fuck like me, you are not a fat <laughs> fuck because you're not thick, man. Thick. <laughs> Dwarven. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just gonna I'm gonna have to. Uh, Dwarven? You saying he's short? Yeah. The guy's six four. Short and thick. The guy's short six four. Thick. I was just trying to help you come up with a word other than thick. What was it? So when I was a kid I got more like a meatball. When I <laughs> when I was a kid, I was five two and fat as fuck and so i ended up getting i had to get a, a fucking uh suit jacket for something and i was so pissed off that i had to get the husky <laughs> oh that was the worst as a kid yeah. getting fucking husky, husky dude my, my my older brother wore huskies and we made fun of his fucking ass oh yeah and and, and so you like oh, as, a, yeah. as a kid you try to fucking rip the label out and you end up like tearing a pocket getting in trouble with your parents why'd you fucking rip the label out because i don't want to i don't want my fucking friend to find out that I'm wearing husky. But you know you're husky. I didn't know it was husky. It's when I like really paid attention. Oh shit, I'm husky. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Life changed at that point. I didn't eat three hamburgers in one sitting. <laughs> well, I hope you get some relaxation. We're going to be at the pool this weekend? If it does not rain. Is it rain? rain? Oh shit. So if not, I'm going to go see Spider-Man. Wheels and Honey Badger were talking about going to see Spider-Man tonight. I'm like, you, I want, I'll, I'll cancel this fucking show. Yeah, they were going to go see it. <laughs> my daughter's already seen it. Everybody's already seen it. But I'm just like, it's my turn. You guys, the Watcher, I'm sure has. But uh, Stranger Things, are you guys caught mm -hmm. up? Oh, yeah. Oh, I did. Watched whole season. Whole season? I whole did season. the whole thing in like a day and a half. Of course, you're the watcher. That's what I do. Testing your <laughs> bandwidth, man. I'm, I'm on episode four. Ooh. No, episode five. God damn, this show's fucking good. It, it definitely beats that bullshit from episode two. with right, season uh, two? With season two, sorry. With uh... Well, anything else, the watcher? Nah, that was an emphatic nah. <laughs> Anything else? No, I'm good to go, man. How's your how's your white claw? It's it's getting there. Okay, how's your white claw? Uh, Don't get another one. I'm serious. I'm telling you this for a reason. I do need another. Right. Oh, he got the big boys. Oh, he got the big boys. They're husky. <laughs> Dude, they are husky. They're, they're, they're husky. They're, they're dwarven. So <laughs> these are the twenty fours. Oh, that's good. They're up top, hidden in the top left. Yes, of the they corner. are. See, uh, now I want to buy these because like, these things, yeah. they're petite. They're petite. I can't, these things. I can't see my, 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 I, my <laughs> friends can't see me holding these, but those. Those are mandingos. Those, like, I can, I can hold those. Like, I mean, it, the girth feels <laughs> relatable. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. So E-Money, anything else? No, I'm good to go, man. Well, then let's take our horse to the Old Town Road and ride till we can't no more into the mini news segment that we call... E-Money. How do I always have to go first? Because you're number one. <laughs> All right, dude. So it's mind boggling what the fuck these people write about sometimes. They can't figure out anything to write. So honestly. Slow news day. Yeah, but dude, so this article is called Heavy Metal Knitting. This is taking place in Finland. And it says. Okay, home of heavy metal, by the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's kind of neat. But armed with needles and a yarn of wool, a dozen 
knitting aficionados have danced to deafening heavy metal music while knitting during an unusual competition in Finland. Dude, this is what people do in Finland? They are heavy metal. Like, it's so fucking cold. You'd be pissed off, too. While knitting. It's like... So it's cold as fuck. They're yep. listening to heavy metal music, but they're knitting themselves a fucking sweater because it's they, fucking cold. And they're doing this on stage. This is, a, this is performance art. Yeah, dude. This is like, this actually, there were like three or 400 people that showed up at this damn thing. <laughs> I'm like, really? There must not be shit to do in Finland. <laughs> and this is summer. We got to get ready for the snow. Let's put on some good tunes. Hey, maybe people would like to watch this. I don't know, man. I think that they're just trying to figure out a way to just write something stupid about something stupid. Maybe this is how you get some tourism into Finland. <laughs> I mean, it, like, it, look. Possibility. Finland, Finland's a badass country, man. Like, some great fucking music's come out of Finland. It's, but, one, it's supposed to be one of the greatest places to live in the world. The music's good. The knitting's good. <laughs> I'm not giving myself that. I, 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 I walked in on that. Do we have? Do you have any pictures from this article? Do you, yes. Okay. I, I need to see one because I swear to God, and I'm going to say this before you show me the picture. If they're knitting anything that is not with black yarn, I'm going to call them fucking phonies, man. If it's not black, nah, they're done. So it's the Heavy Metal Knitting World Championship. Oh, there you go. It's a and competition. You can, so you can watch it live. Listeners, check the show nuts. We're going to kick it in there. Um, so this is a competition. This is a competition. So how are these people graded? I have no idea. God, I'm how still trying you? to figure out how this made the news. I can't even figure out. like, this is so fucking stupid. I've got to put it on the news. I can't even fucking figure out swim team. Now, like, we've got to figure out, like, how they win at knitting. So, so this, this is, is watching it live. It's going on as we speak. Wow, that guy's just grabbing his ass. So I feel like this is like the the death metal, heavy metal group of people saying, what can I give myself a trophy for? Uh, a participation trophy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the, There's their trophy. Is the trophy knitted? No, the trophy is not knitted. And it's not metal either. That's fucked up. God, yeah. You know what? It's a plastic fucking trophy. God damn it. I, I'll watch it in five years when they get it right. I'm struggling on this one, man. Dude, like, I, I just don't understand it. I really want to like what they're doing here. They're actually, they're trying to make something out of it. Like, it's supposed to be like a, a thing, man. Like, like, did they fit everybody that was in there, like in somebody's backyard? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. yeah, the world championship. World championship of heavy metal knitting. You must bang head. Yeah. All 35 Swirl spectators. <laughs> Fucking, that's, that's brilliant. Actually, we're going to have the world championship of podcasting on episode 10. Why don't we just have like the world championship of white claw drinking? Yeah, I mean, seriously, Ooh. we'll call whatever the fuck they want and Guinness can get come book of world records our ass like while we do it fuck it world championship podcasters in the room right now let's do it yeah i mean you don't even have to make a trophy you just come gotta, take you, the title we this is you, a trophy you just right glue there. the fucking cans together <laughs> damn it i'm gonna make i'm gonna make a fucking like championship belt out of the fucking like these guys those guys <laughs> fuck yeah man i like their style finland go for it man finland baby do it there's a niche fucking knit it well that might <laughs> motherfuckers knit pearl i don't even know what what knitting really is is that like fancy sewing <laughs> <laughs> something like that quick bit <laughs> Fancy sewing, forty love. Um, you're getting to, you're getting very close, Watcher. All right, so Watcher, have you seen anything that resembles a tiny nug?
nugget of news that you want to talk about? I, I had kind of researched quite a bit knowing that I was going to come on the show and, and you know, I, I wanted to find something entertaining for everybody. All of a sudden, early this week, something miraculous happens. Oh, I know what you're talking about. In Atlanta, this has been on the news. Every person's dream who is of the Chisler persuasion. I'm going to give it my own headline. This is the fucking miracle on Highway 285. But so, it's not its not the, the expansion six lane, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was supposed to solve all of our problems back in 1995. Yeah, that shit didn't work. Well, maybe it solved a few people's problems. For 30 minutes, it really did. It really did. And then we had the Olympics happen and urban sprawl. That It's not that one. No, it's no, the, not that one. The this next miracle. The, the only miracle that counts okay. in this day and age. Okay. A armored truck. A door flew open. Think about that for a second. The armored truck's door flew open. Back door or side door? Do we know? Back door. Where, Back they, door. where they keep the money. Okay. Money just rained down onto the highway. Now, hell, you've got people driving on this highway. If you saw money raining down on your windshield, what would you do? So this is two days ago during morning commute rush hour. Yes. Which so, you're just sitting there anyways. Not at that section of 285. This is basically 285 westbound coming from I-85 over to 400. Basically at where Perimeter Mall is. Yeah. And you're coming westbound. There's no fucking traffic there. There's no traffic on 285. There's maybe a handful of cars. I know this very well because I am at 400 coming down to go on 285 westbound and I missed this fucker by two exits. Ooh. Okay, so you prime drive time. You're about to go you're going to work. You got to oh god damn it, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late. This armored truck opens up and starts shitting money all over the road. 175,000 dollars worth of money being shat Woo! on the roads. Make it rain. <laughs> they made it rain on them hoes. Feel, every car on that road feels like the sexiest stripper at scores in New York. <laughs> it's all sweet. But it's, you see, it's not even about that. Let their people have their fun. What do you do? What do you do? This, this thing opens up and money just shoots out the ass of this fucking armored car. And apparently, from what I know, there were no accidents. Zero accidents. I no mean, fatalities. Th these people were civilized in the sense of $175,000 on the floor, them picking it up. Picking up fucking stacks of money. Cars did stop. Yes. To pick up stacks of cash from the road. Yes, that is correct. It was in like left-hand lane, second to left-hand lane, third lane, a couple on the shoulder. It is all over the fucking interstate and people are picking this shit up. Picking this shit up. So here's what bothers me though about okay. this story. Some asshole puts a video on Facebook showing these people picking up the money and with clear shots of their license plates. Let the people get the fucking money. Seriously, you just got the Willy Wonka golden ticket of work commutes. Exactly. And like, why why are you even going to film this and put these people on blast? Let them have their fun. They're riot shaming people. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't, been... don't riot shame me. Are they calling it a theft? <laughs> and, and so here's the thing is they're calling it a theft, right? And so the cops put out all this bullshit saying they can track the money. Motherfuckers, seriously? You guys don't know what serial numbers are on these bills. You guys are trying to scare the public into turning this money in. So apparently there was an update today where two dumb motherfuckers went to the police station and turned in the money that they got. A total of 
of the 175,000 has been recovered. So do you know how much they recovered from that $175,000 on that same day? $200. Oh my, they only recovered $200. They only recovered $200. Guy realizes, oh shit, my, my shit's leaking. I got dollar bills floating out the side of my ass. We've all had shit come out of our ass, but this guy's shitting money and he stops the car. You picture like, you know, that, that ticket machine at like the arcade where you have to like grab all that shit. That's pretty much what this guy's got. Exactly. Remember that that game with yeah, the hurricane yeah, yeah. picking up that shit? Well, anyway, here's a couple of thoughts on this. Those two people, I call them dumb motherfuckers, but those two people that turned in their money, they probably turned in like a tenth of what they actually got. I hope. Nobody's sitting there that's counting. A great, that's a great point. That's a total red herring. I'll give you everything I got. Here, I feel like a good citizen. I just picked up like four more stacks, dude. Let's just give him 4,400 bucks and like, let's, let's be the, the Samaritans because no one else is going to do this shit and we'll be the heroes. And, and, and on top of that, I mean, so if any of you out there were part of this miracle on Highway 285 in Atlanta on Tuesday, take it from the watcher. Do not turn in the money. And if you do, turn in the small bills. <laughs> Seriously. For, for, for the benefit of the other people that had the Mega Millions experience on their morning commute, please just let them have it. The armored car is insured. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, of course. It, it has to be. That money's insured. Take the money. Do something good with it. Don't fucking spend it on, on, on shit. Put it in something that means something and take it as a fucking blessing. And don't fuck it up with for anybody else. Because Chisler found out about this. Somebody stopped me on Tuesday morning and said, hey, did you hear what happened on 285? And I said, no. And they, they laid this on me. And I almost cried. Because it happened right when I was going onto 285, two exits to the west. Yeah, and we know that you'll pick up a freaking half dollar. Dude, I fucking will. It's still in my goddamn wallet. E-Money, I'm not even joking. Chisler would have been picking up the quarters. Oh, hell yeah, dude. He would have been like, hey, I got a bag of quarters. Watcher, I'm not even fucking going. Oh, it's still in your wallet. It's still in my fucking wallet. I haven't gone to Target because I'm... That is more than 50% of a bill. I will vouch for that. Take it to the bank. I'll bring you with me when I go buy my coffee maker. <laughs> that, that, that was a fucking hell of a money heist without stealing a fucking cent. Motherfucking quick bit. All right, gentlemen, I, I have two quick bits. I know I don't want to do qu two quick bits every time. I do have to do one. And E-Money, you know what the one is about. I, I sent a text to Tasman about this. For my first shit of quickness, my uh, double up, uh, uh, of quickness. I have, um, a very quick one. CNN reports that actor Rip Torn died on Tuesday, two days before this recording, July 8th. He was 88 years old. Consider this a correction to episode two with the Taz man where, uh, we thought he was dead for a long damn time. <laughs> so Rip, Rip Torn, and that my fellow misinformed intergalactic kicker. Motherfuckers is my first quick bit. Really quick bit. Yeah, really quick, man. But I can't believe everybody thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. Tasman searched Google and Google thought he was dead. I mean, shit, if I made it to 80, I think a lot of people would think I was dead already. Shit, man, if I wasn't dead, I'd be fucking doing some hard-ass drugs. So, for my my second quick bit, uh, we talked on the, the last podcast about all the accidents that the Happening and I have seen on the way to and from Texas. And some of you guys might know 
what I mean when I say I've got apophobia. Do you know you guys know? Do you know what that is, Watcher? I don't. No, no. Uh, it's the fear of bees. Oh, it's the fear. Of how, how are you around bees, Imani? Are you good with bees? Oh no, I'm super duper hyperallergenic, man. Okay. I, I carry around an EpiPen. You get you get like happening style freaked out when a bee gets near you. Pretty much. Okay. Yep. Well, it's funny because um, the watcher and I were having a conversation the other day, and I think it was a mud dauber. It wasn't even a fucking real wasp. It started flying around the watcher, and he did some really Spice Girl kind of shit. <laughs> so I know you got the fear of bees, too. So I'll say that my dog knows I hate bees so much. She eats bumblebees. Oh, there you go. What, oh, what's yeah. your dog's name? Sochi. So hey, like Sochi, Sochi, good dog. Well, it's it's not the Russian Sochi, but we can do it. That hey, way. she eats beet soup. She <laughs> Russian to me. I fucking give your give your dog fifteen love. <laughs> so be it. But thank God I didn't see this fucking accident on this trip because had I been on a trip and seen this fucking accident, I guarantee you I would have shit my pants. And I. Tell you one thing this podcast has had enough of shitting its pants. <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, outside of Bozeman, Montana, a semi-truck carrying 40,000 pounds of bees crashed on its way to North Dakota. Now, while no humans were injured in the crash, thankfully, approximately one-fourth of the bees that it was carrying escaped as a result. Now, let's do a little bit of math here. You guys want to do a little quiz? Yeah. Okay. You guys want to do it? Right. Sure. Okay, a truck leaves Los Angeles going 60 miles an hour. Two-thirds of the way through the trip, it crashes. It carries 40,000 pounds of bees. How many bees escape, assuming that 133 million bees equals 40,000 pounds. Yeah, but how, how many did you say escaped? A quarter. A quarter. It's 10,000 pounds. And how many bees to a pound? He said 133 million in the 40,000. Well, so you just take 133 divided by four. I'm trying yeah. to do that. So, uh, 35? Yeah, it's right around in there. 30, you guys both agree on that? 33 is so 11. 33. So 11. So yeah. 36. Do you agree with his answer or you want to go? I actually, yeah, it's, it's, it's not 36 though. Yeah, it would be 36,000. Or 360,000. 360,000. 360,000. Higher or lower, the watcher? I'd, I'd go way higher than that. Okay, thank you very much. For playing my stupid, awesome, impromptu game, I'm going to give you both. Was it 130 million? Yeah. 133 million. You're like, yeah. Oh, then, that would be, then that would be 30 million. or 30, the 33 million. 33, 33 million, million bees. So, so just 33,600,000. Million, I had For, said 33 million, yeah. and then you kind of like... Dropped it to... For playing the fucking stupid impossible game, I've given you both something that you can use anywhere, in the shower, at home, at the pool, waterproof cards, which, by the way, I found at Kroger on Manager Special, pointed me to this place. He saw me coming there Tuesday night with white claws and three decks of cards saying, looks like there's going to be a party. <laughs> and that's what I couldn't tell you Tuesday that he said to me. You both get a deck of waterproof Hoyle playing cards. They're clear, my favorite color. So if you do the math, that means that more than 33 million bees are loose in Bozeman, Montana. And by the way, something that the article didn't 
stayed. These aren't just the normal variety bees. These are the North American post-crash traumatized fucking bees. <laughs> they, 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 they have PTSD. That's right. Yeah, they do. They're oh, going to go sting somebody. Another thing, speaking of, you want to hear uh, a fact about Bozeman in Montana? This is, this is a good one. It is number one on the list of places that the fucking Chisler is not getting near this summer. <laughs> Responders to the scene said that their first priority was to make sure that diesel leaked from the truck was addressed and let me show you guys real quick a picture oh yeah oh, it's fucked up 40,000 bees on that son of a bitch so the only thing I have to ask is what kind of drugs were the other 99 million bees on that they didn't escape honeycomb 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the new good business dude you gotta yeah, yeah, man. just dude just dude, 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 just chill you've never smoked out a bee's nest fuck yeah man <laughs> <laughs> Fucking chisel dogs. Michael Jordan and Dennis Rodman. Two dogs. Shut the fuck up. Responders arriving on the scene said that their first priority was to make sure that the diesel that was leaking from the truck was addressed and preventing any of the leaks so it didn't catch on fire. And, you know, that makes total fucking sense. Because if there's anything that sucks more than fucking bees, it's fucking pissed off fucking oh, yeah. bees on fucking fire. Oh, yeah. So with that, um, once... They righted the truck and took care of all the damage. The article uh, interviewed Montana Police Sergeant Pat McLaughlin, who told CNN that with such a large quantity of bees, there's always a chance that people might be stung, but there is no immediate risk to public safety. Uh, yeah, fuck that, Sergeant Pat. Can we I'm at DEFCON 1 of that shit. <laughs> Threat level red. <laughs> I'm staying the fucking, like, I'm staying out of that shit. That's Chernobyl for fucking apophobia. Oh. Can we give this guy a fucking Captain Obvious award? Yeah, you know, you <laughs> might get stung if you fucking, like, you know, you see a fucking bee on fire coming to you. Like, this is how the apocalypse happens. Fucking fire bees. Fire bees. Zombies and fucking bees on fucking fire. And rats that turn into, like, some fucking mind flayers. Well, and that, my unbelievable... What's all this buzz about? Honeycomb hideout, motherfuckers, is my motherfucking second... Bit. Watcher, you are a new dad. I am. I not only cheers you for, like, being awake past the hour of 10, but I, I'm sure you've gotten lots of advice from people. My, myself included. I, I know that I was guilty of that. So I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not the best dad, so... There's one question that everybody thinks is the right question for a dad. Yeah. And it's, how are you sleeping? I gotta <laughs> be, I'm, this is putting me, putting my asshole hat on. And I always say, I'm sleeping great. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? At the end of the day, you can't milk these nipples. That's that's true. So some some parents choose to, to bottle feed. Take it, your wife is basically, she's breastfeeding all the time. Yeah, she's, well, we're, we're doing a little bit of both, but... If the option's out there, I'm going to sleep. Do you pump, bro? Yeah, she does. And, you know, she, she saves up for me and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Likes as, it in as, his coffee as, in the morning. As, as wrong as that sounded, but I'll, I'll go with it. I see and, him uh, walking in with this fucking Yeti coffee cup. I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to give you the match point. All right. You win. You win. It's early. I'm still going to give it to you, Watcher. Oh. You've been paying attention. You got all six. All right, there you go. She, she's pumping, and that, that means when I work from home and I have to take care of them, 
you know, it's it's a good steady supply of, um, here, shut up for a few minutes. <laughs> Let's go watch some Stranger Things on Netflix. <laughs> oh, no, he he watches some violent shit at four months old. You gotten him into uh, The Conjuring yet? He's he's watched some scary movies, but, um, I mean, they have this whole Hulu series, like Hulu After Dark or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, like kind of like Cinemax After Dark. I know this stuff. <laughs> oh, Am uh, I right? Am no, I, no, I'm no, wrong. No, no, that's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. he, he's he's a great kid i mean he uh honestly hit the jackpot a guy he's a boy four months old couldn't ask for a better kid what does that mean he's gonna be a fucking asshole when he grows up well i don't know about that if you do the right thing during the formative years you do the right things during the formative years i think it, it's uh you pray that they don't because i'm sure like again like uh, people are, are, are worried about how much you're sleeping i'm i've i've talked to you a couple times and i've seen you drinking more coffee than fucking juan valdez could fucking drink but at the same time you get a lot of advice how about we fucking flip the script we've got two older guys what advice do you want to give to us oh damn I guess my advice to you guys would be you have 36 kids, 36. I was going to, I was going to throw It's funny. Cause I was going to throw out like a huge number too. And two girls and a boy. No, or? just one girl, one boy, one girl. one. So you, your parents must love you. Yes. Like you are like that, that perfect, like one boy, my older brother did it too. And you know, I'm never going to match up to that, but, uh, I don't know. The advice I'd give you guys is, and then it's what I'm going to do with him, is let them be their own person. I mean, whatever happens is going to happen. Just let them be them. I wish my parents would have done that a little bit more for me. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm glad I got like the strict Hispanic, like leather belt spankings I did. Because if not, I'd be a much bigger asshole than I am. <laughs> I, I, I hope you didn't pick up on the fact that I kind of did the turn the tables, but a little bit of a double cross, because I hope in 10 years with your son, you listened to the same advice that you just gave us. And I hope you take it to heart because I think it's goddamn good advice. That was a great conversation and yeah. I probably will. Please so. do, man. E-money. Yes, sir. I, I have a question for you. I'm sure the listeners are, are waiting with Bated breath, all three of them. Um, <laughs> did you get the toilet fixed? I did get the toilet fixed. Okay. It took forever. I had to go through a million different wax rings. I had to actually saw off the, 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 I don't know, the shit that attaches to the floor and whatnot and put in a new ring and put in new flange and all that new bullshit. flange, new everything. Did you buy actually a new like throne? No. All right. So it was so a I brand just... new throne to begin with. E-Money looked at me when he was looking for the word of whatever he was looking for. And I just want to say, don't look at the Mexican That's <laughs> to, to, to like come up with whatever word Flange. it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you've already... I'm like, you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you've done this before, yeah, right? You've done this before? Yeah. I've so done you, it a million times, I just couldn't think of it. You've already won. I, now, now I do have to give you a macho man on that one. Oh, yeah. Giving you a macho man on that. Fuck it. Oh, yeah, that shit's fixed. So the toilet's fixed. Oh, it's fixed. Very nice. All right, so I do have a, a, a story, and I... Uh, thank you, because you saved my fucking ass. The Chisler's fucking air conditioner goes out on Saturday. You 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 are going out of town. You're leaving for a week. We're taking care of your dogs, Jeffrey Dahmer and and Thor. Yes. 
<laughs> we're taking care of your dogs. So you helped us out. You were going out of town. I, I, I'm watching whatever the fuck I'm watching on Netflix. I think it was like these goddamn CGI computer generated fuckers trying to throw radishes over a canyon with, with the punka, my youngest. And I'm like, man, it's a bit warm in here. This is about 11 o'clock. And I look at the thermostat and it's showing 76 degrees. I'm like, oh, fuck. Our AC's dying. And so we had tried to get this thing replaced a couple days ago. They said that, hey, yeah, it's probably going to last the rest of the summer. Yeah, it lasted 24 fucking hours. (laughs) We make it through the day on an 87-ish degree day. And then nightfall comes and I'm like, okay, I'm feeling sticky. I'm a sweater. I really don't want to be. I've done some YouTubing on how to get better at that. Uh, I don't think it's working yet. You but get Botox all over your body that stops the sweat. I, I do need to get the Botox. Put some arm and hammer. Bro. Dude, I got Gold Bond, and I will tell you the menthol Gold Bond in your nuts, and this is a ch- tip for both of you guys, it's like little fucking like fairy, like forest fairies, like blowing at your balls. It's, <laughs> anyway, the night of the air conditioning going out, we tried to open windows, and the happening has fan aversion. She does not like wind blowing on her. You can see behind you, the watcher, we have a, a ceiling fan. It's a very big fan. I'm not trying to make up for anything. It is. It, it would be very functional in a, in a crisis such as this in the middle of summer in hot as fucking humid Georgia. That night, the temperature did not get in this domicile below 79 degrees. <laughs> and from, from the tits up, I'm sweating constantly. Now, I am a big believer in hot yoga i've <laughs> i've smelled what toxins smell like when they come out of your pores um you the first couple of hours it was like oh cool this is great this is great i'm i'm like at a a, a fucking rehab retreat this is getting all the shit out, out of me it's like almost like a ayahuasca session and then at hour 12 where i'm still sweating where i don't know of a color shirt that would not show the lines anymore there's no more sodium left in my body any nicotine or anything that might be cancerous is left in my pores i freaked the fuck out the wheels off the fucking wagon uh the happening had partied a little bit with me that night before a little bit harder than i did and she was still asleep i have dennis rodman the dog and michael jordan the dog uh breathing in my face and it's 80 two degrees at 11 o'clock and I wake the happening up saying we have to get the fuck out of here you I need you to wake up right now she does not like to be wake, woken up like that does uh, not just deal with the chiseler we are going to the pool I'm going to get two three bags of ice two to put between my legs and one for the cooler and we are going to spend the day at the pool and I'm never touching sun again and so the happening calls the honey badger and Imani who have just left on their vacation we're supposed to be taking care of the dog and she goes, yeah, yeah, you guys have a house that has air conditioning and that has no people in it. Can we slumber party over there in your living room? Hell yeah. And we did. And well, you I si- told you to use the beds, though. 50% of the reluctance to do that is out of consideration. <laughs> <laughs> the remainder has to do with so many things that you've told me on sidebar conversations that <laughs> is also out of respect. <laughs> I mean, at least one of those beds has seen some gold bond action. <laughs> None of them, apparently. Apparently, I'm this, I am the keeper of the... The, the, the gold bond menthol. I, I'm the last gold bond Jedi, uh, apparently. So I'm going to try to spread that out. I'm 
not even fucking joking. It's so goddamn good. I'm not even doing this for the fucking show. I'm telling you guys, it's fucking friends. This is not a commercial for Gold Bond. But <laughs> not, not, it's not a fucking <laughs> Gold Bond, not a sponsor. But anyway, I, I need to say thank you so much, Imani, to you and the Honey Badger for fucking taking pity on us and the Chislet army. Oh, dude! Four. I couldn't imagine sleeping in the heat like you did, dude. I I, I would have I, I would have opened my doors to anybody sleeping in the heat like that. That's crazy. Seriously, it was the detox so hard that after like hour thirteen, I'm like, I need tox, I need tox. Please get tox back in my body. I'm not used to this life. And so I I was chain smoking cigarettes. I was fucking pounding any alcohol that was like near me. I'm like, oh, there we go. There we go. There, there, there's a little bit of like twinge of death near me. Good. Awesome. But yeah, it was, it was, it was very amazing for you guys to, to let us into your house and not fear us going through all of your stuff in your closets and stuff. Well, as long as you didn't find the, the bag of dildos that was up in the closet, I'm good. Yeah, we have dildos here. That's, <laughs> that's not what worried me. <laughs> a whole bag. <laughs> like, it's not like... <laughs> you know, just... You guys can use the bedrooms, but... Well, don't, Honey Badger... Don't, don't go in the master bedroom because I've got guns. Honey Badger? Or you, dildos. Are, or guns and dildos. A dildo... <laughs> or, or, guns, or guns that shoot dildos. Yeah, <laughs> a dildo shotgun. Dildo shotgun, man. Now, Every, now, now that's a way to scare away a thing, <laughs> or make an entire sorority happier than fuck. <laughs> Thirty love chiseler. All right, so uh, watcher, um, you you have listened to the show. You're not only a listener, you're a fan. <laughs> no, you're you're one of like two. You caught me after we released the the episode with Tasman. And you're like, I, I was driving to some city in North Carolina and I've got to tell you the story. So what's the story? You got to drop the poop. So exactly. So this is where we're going to go straight into the uh, hashtag. I shit my pants. <laughs> so we've all done it. Yeah, we, we've all, we've done, all it. done it. There's there's no shame in shitting your pants. Yes, I there mean, is. There's, but... there's, there's a little bit of what the fuck there's, did I just do? There's a lot of comedy in it, uh, but there's. Much more shame. It's a moment you'll never forget. Yes. So <laughs> the high the high water mark part. <laughs> so I'm on a trip with my with my with my high school buddy at this time, and he's gonna go buy a motorcycle, a crotch rocket. A Yamaha, a little the, fucking like purple Yamaha. It was a Yamaha. He's gonna actually, get on there yeah, like with a wig, like in, in honor of the Jew. Get on there with a wig and look like Prince from Purple Rain. <laughs> <laughs> with a fucking Seinfeld shirt. We take this like five hour drive to get to this motorcycle retail store. What shop. the hell kind of bike was he trying to get? I mean, I guess he was just trying to find the cheapest place. I oh, mean, is this in Texas? This is in Texas. Oh, well, that's fucking so you, like so, down the block so you gotta in remember, Texas. <laughs> I lived in bumfuck nowhere in Texas. So you had to go kind of like out of the way to get to a good deal. So we drove five hours. In the middle of him making the, the closing on this bike, I I feel some, some bubble gut. And I'm like, no, it's nothing. And what's the most dangerous thing as a guy that you can do? Fart. Trust a fart. Fuck, fuck trust the fart. A fart. Never trust a fart, Never, man. ever Never. trust a fart. And I'm just like... Fuck it, I'm gonna trust this fart. Next thing I know, I mean, I might as well have been wearing a diaper. So, I fucking go into the restroom. I strip down. I mean, there's obvious 
shit on my underwear. And I'm just like, fuck it. We're going to go back home today. I'm just going to drop this shit here. Drive another five hours yeah. the other direction. Yeah, but it's fine, right? I'm just going to drop this. The, I'm going to throw away the underwear, clean myself up, and, and, and we'll go straight home. This motherfucker decides that we're gonna spend the night where we're at. And not only that, that we're gonna go to a fucking strip club. <laughs> and I have no clothes. And the only thing, there is this aura, <laughs> this aura of shit smell surrounding me. Yeah. I mean, by this time, my buddy knows I shit my pants. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like, we're gonna go to this strip club because it's an all nude and it's BYOB. It was the most fucking uncomfortable strip club I've ever been to. These girls would come up to me and be like, hey, do you want a lap dance? And they would perk up their nose and just fucking walk away. Well, it's a shitty situation. It, it is. It was the <laughs> shittiest of situations. Meanwhile, after driving for like five hours, you've got like a a an ET tattoo on your ass from dried shit. <laughs> I said I cleaned myself off. Yeah, but that shit does not go away. It does not go. I mean, it's it's jeans, man. Yeah. Like, oh. I was wearing jeans. Like, I, I threw those motherfuckers away. I went back to church that week after like 10 years of not going, and I think I got rebaptized because yeah. it was just, like, it was just surrounded with it. Yeah, for confessional in the Catholic Church. It's like three Hail Marys, two Our Fathers, and and two Taco Bell trips to like cleanse your soul. And, and then he told me to use wet wipes. Damn it, man. God damn. Wipes. Let's talk about some bathroom stuff here. The not toilet paper, not wet wipes, but the flushable wipes. Are you buying? You selling on that? Oh, you got to. If if you're not look. Unless you're like an active trimmer, like if you, unless you keep that shit landscaped, then you gotta use the wet wipes. If not, you're just leaving little dingleberries there 100% of One the time. One of my favorite words on the planet is dingleberry. <laughs> it's actually one of the first funny words that Webster.com actually made into a sound that you could play on your computer. You hit the sound button, it's like dingleberry. <laughs> play that in a conference room full of fuckers and see who doesn't laugh and that's the one who got dingleberries <laughs> you're a wet wipe guy like um, you're the, the, the wet toilet paper guy yeah you know what i actually i like a bidet too man I mean, uh that's a little european for me clean that shit off bro uh, that would be awesome I like a clean butthole. To me, a bidet is almost like when you flush the toilet and you, and you get that backsplash. Or when you like, have... Yeah, when you, yeah. Like, why would you want that? Yeah, well, the whole I mean, thing is, is you can wash your balls and your ass at the same time. And so it's like it's all clean. So I'm going to I'm gonna pivot on what you just said. I have the experience called the five guys, which is after you eat like the big burger, you have the full stomach and you have like the turd that does the fucking jackknife in the toilet oh, yeah, and, and splashes you back <laughs> that's why like I have an aversion to, to the day the five guys it's like five, five guys, guys just dropped into the toilet it's like boom uh, one thing speaking of urinals are there actual urinal scientists and if so why did it take so long for them to figure out that peeing on orange artificial turf is going to splash back less than peeing on a pink hockey puck or a slice of plastic Swiss cheese. You're asking the wrong question. When you're peeing in the urinal, are you supposed to pee on the back wall or into the water? You pee on the orange grass now. 
Yeah, dude. Honestly, never splash back water and aimed at. I think it's all about angles. It's all about angles. This if dude, you go, if you go straight at it, it's coming right back I'm, at you. I'm a I'm a 33 year old man. And I still get backsplash. I've tried different methods, oh, yeah, angles, dude. fucking trajectories. <laughs> peeing up into the roof and watching it come down. Have like, you seen this shit? Have you seen the the fucking urinal? Dude, like, I'm all about AstroTurf. Have you seen? No, I have not. Oh my god! But if I'm wearing if I'm wearing khaki pants, you're done. There's gonna be oh. there's gonna be piss on them. You're done. <laughs> you stand back either five feet or you're gonna have like. Evidence of being in the bathroom. But if you stand back that five feet, then you might get some dribble too. I let the janitor do their jobs. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of the trough. Oh dude. I'm, yes, yes. That's the way to go. That's the way to go. Everybody's like, but then everybody can see your penis. I'm like, well then don't fucking pee Or, or just fucking put some grass. Like I'll, I'll, I'll pee on the grass. <laughs> dude, I've never okay. gotten backsplash from grass. <laughs> I've never had it. Alright, this is it. This is it. This is legitimate. I'm I'm on Google right now. This shit. Have you seen this? Have you seen no, that in the urinal? I have not seen go to, it. Go to a Love's Truck stop. I swear to God, you pee on that. And I'm like, I'm trying to get splashed back at this point. The power piss. And like, nothing. It's like, how, how long? It's the fucking AstroTurf for... And I pissed on AstroTurf. Why didn't no one put this together? And it's brilliant. And like, never... I'm a, and I was wearing, actually, these shorts. They've been washed since. But these shorts... I'm in khaki fucking shorts, and I'm like, ah, it's fucking heaven. No backsplash. None. There we go. Zero. Somebody I, finally I, figured it out and made a million dollars. I think you got yourself, you, you need to become a salesman Dude, for that. How did this not happen? <laughs> Men have been peeing outside. Men have been peeing outside for thousands of years. Yeah, ever since we've been uh, made. Ever since indoor toilets have been made men have said you know what we're dudes we can go pee on a tree we can go pee outside it's kind of fun why did we not put these two things together i mean everybody guys remember the first time that they were able to pee outside hands free oh, oh dude that, that that was like the i'm a fucking man you got <laughs> you got the ravishing rick root behind your hands behind your head yep. and you're doing the hip thing and you're like you're feeling like you got eight pack abs <laughs> and you're just swinging that thing doing the helicopter while you're peeing it it's was the best feeling in the world oh dude that was the day i knew i hit puberty Yes, fucking, I'm a man. First off, it rolled out. Okay. <laughs> All right, Magnum, chill out. I was a sophomore in college, but whatever. <laughs> Fuck you in the mouth. All right, gentlemen, I think we've done did it. All right, who needs one? Uh, I do. Uh, yeah, I'm game. Yep. Money. Still early. Up top. There we go. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a fucking grapefruit. You haven't had one yet. No. These are solid too. Oh, you know I'm gonna like probably stop on the way home and like, <laughs> grab a, like I am loving this, this like slight buzz. Dude, I got it's, going it's on the best. Right now. It's the best. It's, a it's chill the buzz. best. But it's like perfect for this kind of atmosphere because I feel like it's making me just just, just enough. open enough without like boom like tequila. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. being trashed. I think we're there. I think we need to get into the final segment of the show where the watcher is going to make the choice that will determine how we ride this out tonight, this motherfucker. I'm, I'm sure there's been some speculation. You know, what games are in these envelopes? I'm going to tell you what games are in these envelopes. There are three different games. First is the Weekend Social Showdown. 
That's one that you can't win. And then no, the weekend social the second one you can't win either. And then the third one you can't win. No, either. no, no. The weekend social <laughs> showdown you played against Mr. Clean. I did. And he beat your fucking tits off. That's right. Then there's also the cranial cage match, which is yet to be debuted on the weekend social. And then there is the deadliest game in podcasting. The most unbeatable game in podcasting, Chisler's List, which I swear to God, if you pick that, I might actually just go ahead and shotgun a beer, like, just to get the fucking pain over with. (laughs) With this statement comes three envelopes, oddly enough, indicated as one, two, or three. The Watcher, your choice will determine how we are going to ride this motherfucker out tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and say that three is out because we only talked about number ones and number twos today. I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, number one. I'm praying. I almost picked number two because we had a good story about number twos. That's right. I think this was a good choice. And I was really excited because I tailor-made this one for you guys. Uh, I had a different one in the queue, but I knew you both were gonna be here. Ladies, get ready for the cranial cage match. Never debuted on the weekend social we have a fantastic test of knowledge tonight a brand new game for the weekend social you guys are very knowledgeable about needless shit just like me right that's that's all that trivia is about needless shit but how much of that needless shit do you really know this is a heads-up battle between the two of you you guys are gonna go back and forth round robin style naming items in a specific category you'll have three seconds to answer if you can't answer within three seconds you are out if you can't think of another answer the other person's gonna win the other person now there is a battle of fair ups right so the watcher as our special guest you are gonna go first but Let's say you go out and E-Money can't come up with an answer. You guys are both back in. Everybody has been burned so bad the last two episodes from Chisler's List. So I'm going to give you something that you have a lot of items to choose from. You both know very well. There's touch gloves, protect yourselves at all times, and come out swinging. Our special guest will start us off tonight. The topic of the cranial cage match is characters in Marvel's Avengers Endgame. To the victor goes the spoils. Let's get into it. You're up. Iron Man. Iron Man. Thanos. Black Widow. Ant-Man. Hawkeye. Black Panther. The Hulk. Thank you, by the way, for not saying fucking Dap Hulk. Don't don't say Dap Hulk. It was a, <laughs> did, you, did you pick that shit up in that movie? He's like, hey guys, Dap. I caught it in the second go round. All right, so okay. All right, he money. Spider Man. Scarlet Witch. Rocket Raccoon. Doctor Strange. Right. Um, I just don't know the names. What? E money, e money. You have you have lost the hell in the cell match. Lost it. Yeah, because he started. And I still had a few more to go. Let's go bonus points on this. Let's take it the next step. All right. If you can name six more, I will up the ante on what you've got. So let's try. Let's try. Because there's no regrets. You're going to win what you win, but your prize will be doubled. This is like the Netflix show. is Aquaman's stunt double. I say no on that. Gamora. Gamora. Okay. All right. That that's that's Marvel canon. I have to stick up for the geeks on this shit. 
<laughs> I have to. You, you're, you're right. I I'm, said it, I'm morally obligated and podcastically aware. I have to. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. I, I screwed that one up. It is Gamora. It is Gamora. And no. I had I, I I was like building my list of my other ones too, oh, yeah. so I hate to have lost it there. But, <laughs> it, but you still done. won. It's done. You hey, still won. the difference between good and great it's, it, it, it costs a pretty pity. It's a G spot. Hit it, dude. That's what she said. I can't say that anymore. Ah oh, man, you, you you've been on hiatus from that. You gotta like you know that's a layup. <laughs> I I, I, I kind of gave somebody well, that one. Well, you don't understand. Like I, that was the whole entire first like half episode that we did. Yeah, the first very half up, like yeah, I did a whole bunch of. Oh, and there are there even more. There are even more in the outtakes. Like that, that was your go-to joke. That was my go-to joke, man, because he was just laying into him though, and I'm just like, yeah. But this one was like the glory hole of like no, that's what she said moments. It was just like this this joke hanging out of the wall. Can't do it. I know we're like deep into this conversation, but Ruby Grapefruit, not a I, sponsor. I, I don't even need to go home and have sex now. Oh, <laughs> but dude, you haven't even, dude, you haven't been double fisted like the mango. Oh, I'm glad that's debuted for winning the cranial cage match. $500 stat from the Georgia lottery. Match any of your numbers to the winning numbers. Win that prize shown. Get a stat. Instantly win five hundred dollars, man. Get a money back. Shit, win all fifteen dollars. You want to scratch that shit? You know, I want to scratch that shit. I want to scratch that shit sideways. He just went full California, like essay on us. <laughs> like, I feel like he's about to whip out a butter knife. Not a butter knife, a butterfly knife. <laughs> a butter knife. Hey, what are you... What are, hey, come on. What are you going to spread sunscreen on me? <laughs> <laughs> he's got his bandana on right don't, now. Don't, who are you calling a cholo, motherfucker? <laughs> cholo. There we go. So apparently, the most hateful thing that you could say, and uh, this, is, this is told to me, so I, I'm totally repeating... Because I'm a, I'm, I'm a stupid white dude. But the most offensive thing that you can say to somebody else in Spanish is, I shit in your mother's cunt. Can you say it in Spanish? No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't care what language you're speaking. You better not say that to anybody. <laughs> this will be a fun game. Yes, please. <laughs> Google's, Google needs your time in the show. Me cago en el coño de tu madre. <laughs> what, what would be really interesting is, is that good? Cue me stepping away from the microphone to fucking laugh out loud. <laughs> I wonder what it would sound like in German. Oh, please. Ich habe in die Fotze deiner Mutter geschissen. Uh, that sounds too like nice, like chocolate. I'm just horny now. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let, let's see what 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 they do in Finland. Finish. <laughs> Finish, <laughs> man. Can those heavy metal knitters, man? <laughs> it, I shit. I shit in your mother's cunt. It's actually only three words in Finnish. <laughs> <laughs> they get straight to the point. Hey, they start to finish. <laughs> Trophies for everyone. Oh my god, dad joke. All right. <laughs> That sounds like a, something I want to be knitting to. All right, so, <laughs> so for winning this, please, and the caveat to this, if you win anything significant and numerical value, you have to split it with me. I, I just want to let Miss Watcher know that if, if, if I go missing after I win something, um, 
it's because I want something. No, I <laughs> I do not have enough patience to hide bodies. <laughs> 11, 12, God damn it, man. The happening curse continues. Like, Tasman ended up making money on the card, and since then, we cannot fucking... <laughs> that dime's not yours. <laughs> well, the Watcher, uh, I'm sorry that you didn't end up with, you know, $400,000. I would have really liked $200,000. <laughs> but at least you got a fucking deck of waterproof cards out of the bargain. Hell yeah, man. It's the best part. And listen, uh, honestly, this has been a fucking fantastic time tonight. I really, truly hope that you come back. I want to come back. This was this was fun. E-Money, um, what else you got? Dude, I am loving these waterproof cards, so I can go play cards on the shitter, and if I accidentally drop them in there... Uh... I actually bought these cards for you to play them on the river and to leave them on the river because what happens on the river stays on the river. Damn right, man. That's right. I need. I. I, I really need to get that tattooed somewhere. <laughs> the somewhere is going to be fun. That's a. That's a long one. I might actually like. <laughs> so we know where he can put it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Unless it's double Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you in the mouth. Watcher, come back anytime you want. The the mics will always be on the table, and money claws will always be pouring. You've been fantastic. E money, stop talking about my dick. <laughs> no, honestly, in in all sincerity, thank you for for saving my off the wagon. I seriously almost turned into a well, zombie. Dude, thank ass. you. For watching my dogs and everything else. I mean, we're we're brothers from another mother, man. Dude, Jeffrey Dahmer, I want to have that dog forever. Thor, uh he's a heavy hammer to lift. He's a heavy motherfucker. And that guy loves to punch me in the nuts. <laughs> he also likes to sniff the ass. Well, this is true in both the metaphorical sense and in real life so does Dennis Rodman <laughs> he's more of a ball sniffer though <laughs> I don't know we can ask uh, Chelsea Handler and with that um, <laughs> the watcher it, this is yours to see to the end you have the final word sign us out my good man hey thank you guys for listening to us it was a fun night here at the uh, Chisler's house and uh, the white claws were pouring and I hope you guys enjoy the show be careful you never know who's watching you